Okay, let's continue with Eov Perak Yud Gimel. Eov is continuing his long speech that he has after he, had the, he has had the first round of his three friends talk to him, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Sofar, and they all expressed how he must have sinned, uh, each in their own way. Bildad said, uh, Eliphaz said, I had a vision, and Bildad says, I know this from uh, ancient history, <laughs> and Sofar says, just think about it. Uh, Eov continues, and in the last Perak he says that, um, you know, I, I, the world is a perfect world, but this seems to be imperfect, and why would Hashem create such an imperfect world with all of his greatness, right? He's in charge of everything, so he hears everything. So why isn't it obvious how the world should function? And in this parak, he again says he just wants an audience with Hashem. He just wants an audience with Hashem, and he, he's sure if he has an audience with Hashem, he'll be able to plead his case and understand everything. That is what he says in this parak, and towards the end he says, and what does Hashem care about me so much anyway, that uh, I'm like a, a leaf that flies in the wind, I'm a little piece of a dry straw, why does he, is, does he make my life so bitter uh, if I'm just going to die anyway, I'm just a human being. So that's the uh, continuation of Eov's speech here. Before we get to Yudalin, the next parak also continues Eov's speech. These three prakim that will finish uh, the first cycle of, um, of friends and Eo's responses. So here we go. Pasik Aleph here in Parak Yud Gimel. Hein kol My eye has seen everything. Shama azni vatavimla. And my ear has heard everything. Vatavimla and I understand it. The Alshara Kadosh and Rav Shua both <laughs> mentioned that these three phrases are connecting to the three friends' tainas. Right? My eye has seen you Eliphaz, you say that you had a vision. I've seen the world also. Shama Azni, I have heard. Right, the, that's the second that uh, Bildad says. Just read and listen to us. And Vatavinla, and don't you understand that Hakadosh Baruch was in charge? That was so far. So he says all three that um, if uh, responding to the friends, that I, I'm on the same level. Kedai Tchem, and it sounds like the previous paragraph also. Kedai Tchem Yadati Gamani, just like your das. So to my das, lo no fell and no chimikem. I'm no worse than you. I'm no worse. Don't think I'm a. I'm a little off, and I'm not. I don't understand, and uh, I'm out there. No, I'm with you also. I understand how the world works. Ulam, and here he says it for the, the fairish. I think for the first time, ani el shakai adaber. I want an audience with Hashem. I'm talking to Hashem. He's spoken to Hashem, but I want. I want to speak to him. Vahochech el kel echpatz. And to prove and to argue with Hashem, echpatz, that's what I want. Or maybe to prove, hochech means has a different uh, meanings. Either hochech, to, to, to prove, to prove my innocence, um, you know, chas to say to reprove, he doesn't want to reprove uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but uh, he wants to prove his innocence, right? And therefore, uh, he says, I just want to stand in front of ha- HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rav Schwab here is a beautiful discussion that Eov, in this way, seems to be somewhat opposite of Avram because Eov thinks it's all about the mind, while Avram Avinu is able to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with his heart. Eov thinks that Hashem has given a human being a brain, right? That's the greatest gift that we have, a brain, which then um, creates words, creates dibur, as we know, we're known as the Medaber. He therefore reasons, says Roshua, that it is impossible that God would have given him such suffering without the ability of his brain to understand why. Eov is struggling. Hashem gives me a brain. I have Seichel. I have Bina. So why can't I understand this? This philosophy is diametrically opposed to the outlook held by Avram Avinu, which is as follows. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him to do the Akedah, Avram Avinu was immediately prepared to accept God's command. This notwithstanding the fact that it flew in the face of everything that he knew about God and everything that God had promised him. 
Right? It went again. We've had Shirim about this. The Akedah went against the amazing love that he had for his son, but also about the, the promise that HaKadosh Baruch HaBetheirish told him that he was going to have and he's going to <laughs> have a great nation, and this is going to reject that. doesn't make any sense. What did Avram do? He just did it. He did not question for a moment how God, who was absolutely just, who was the father of mercy, who had promised him that the future of the whole Jewish nation would lie in Yitzchak, could ask him to bring Yitzchak, a perfectly righteous man, as an offering on the altar. Besides everything that's having to do with Avraham, what about having to do with Yitzchak? He was going to murder his own son. By accepting God's command, Avraham Avinu had sacrificed his own mind to comply with the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He was makriv, his brain. While Avraham attempts to understand God, nevertheless, while Avram attempts to understand God, nevertheless, when God's command contradicts that understanding, Avram sacrifices his mind to the will of God, just like as one would forfeit his life. Right? Besides the Avodah um, Rice and Shri Chasdami, we would have to give our lives. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave the human being a mind to understand him. Whatever one studies in the world, science, history, economics, mathematics, or anything else, it is actually the study of the revelations of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's all about connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We know, Rav Pincus writes in, uh, in Sha'ar Mitfila, right, if we will look at a, a, a table, so if you, if you, you know, if you ask somebody who has never used a table before, he would say, oh, there's a bunch of pieces of wood on top of each other. But we know it's a table. We know the ultimate purpose of it. When somebody looks at a human being, somebody might say, oh, there's flesh and uh, uh, bones and blood and sinews. No, but we know it's a human being. It's an essence. So when you look at the sun, right, what, what do you see? You see a ball of fire. But the more refined we are in, in our chachma, the more we can recognize that this is What's the highest level? A cleat to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with. That's the ultimate purpose. And uh, that's the higher we are. But again, there are limits. Our mind is given to us to understand God, Rav Schwab continues. Right? We use our mind to understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why learning Torah is so important. It's our biggest mitzvah. When we learn Torah, we employ our mind in the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu by studying God's will as revealed to us in the Torah. But there's a limit. When our mind is staggered, we must be prepared to sacrifice our mind to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We must throw up our hands and have the Akedah of the mind. He says, when science poses a question that contradicts certain basic truths, we have to throw up our hands. Fortunately, Rav Schwab says, Baruch Hashem, as yet I have not found any questions of this sort regarding the age of the universe, evolution, ancient civilizations, for which I have not found possible answers. But that's all Avram Avinu. Eov, at this, at this point, contends, as do his friends, the human mind is capable of understanding the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu conducts the affairs of the world, and he wants an answer from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's what this parak is about. I want to prove, I want to have an audience with Hashem. Again, this is a process. As we know, the entire uh, um, time that Eov is talking throughout the Sefer, it's a process, and he goes through different uh, emotions throughout the process. So, at this stage, he is not at the level of Avinu. Maybe at the end. The Ulam, and now he turns to his friends before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, would grace him, Atem Tofle Sheker. You are Tofle Sheker. Right? That's where the Lushan comes from in our Vidui. Tafalnu Sheker. What is Tofle Sheker? Tofle, Metsudah Sion says, Chibur Vedipuk. It's like plastering. It's like plastering. We, we have sins, and we have, uh, you, says uh, Eov to his friends, you, you like plaster it over. You don't like fix anything. Tofle Sheker, Rofe Elil you're fake doctors. You're fake healers of the soul. You think that you're healing me. You think you're giving me chizuk. You're Rofe Elil, you're fakers, right? Elilim, as uh, Rashi says, al velo, right? It's, uh, they're, they're not. Mi tenach says Eov, I just wish you guys would be quiet. If you have nothing better to say, don't say anything. 
That's the line here. That would be Chachma. If you'd be quiet, it would be Chachma. Right, what does that remind us of? First parak of Perki Avos. Parak Aleph, Mishni Yud Zayin. Shimon Bino, Reb Shimon Ben Gamliel says, Kol Yamai Gadalti Ben HaChachamim. I was with the Chachamim. The Lomatsasi Leguf told me Shkika. Shkika is the ultimate Chachma. And what does it say here? Uzehi Lachem Lachachma. Being quiet sometimes is the wisest thing to do. Rabbeinu Yonah says on that Mishnah, he quotes from the Rambam, um, If there's any type of negative that comes out of my words, of course, right, I, I'm not allowed to say it. Even if there's a Deber, there's no Nezek at all. The Kalu Revach. Right, if there's no uh, negative, still, a person should minimize. Just enough that he needs, enough that he needs, we shouldn't be schmoozing all the time. Right, and he quotes from the Yerushalmi and Brachas. Ilu havina altura de Sinai be in a trepumhe, right? Rashim Bayachai or Rashim and Lakish, different Gersos, um, says, I wish I was at Har Sinai, so I would have asked for two mouths, one to learn Torah and one for other things. But now I see how much negativity there is from one mouth. Imagine how much Lashonara we would speak if we had two mouths. But either way, Chachma sometimes is reflected by Shtika. Rabbi Lau, fascinating Ha'ara, in the Yachal Yisrael, in his commentary on Perkyavos here, he says, the, the Mishnah says in Perkyavos, and Eov says here, sometimes Chachma is exhibited by Shtika, even though, even though we're called Medamber. A human being is a Medamber. That's the ultimate reflection of our uniqueness in the world of creation. And yet, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, it's so dangerous, right? We know that there are more guards. HaGadosh Baruch gave us more guards. The Yalkut in Tehillim talks about this. We have more guards on our mouth than we have on any other part of our body. Yishlivar kol mila yotzis menapet, Rabbi Leo says. Ubiyadah kol adam bedavar. Amnam kasheh hadavar. V'yakein barak HaGadosh Baruch Hu Hashem gave us helpers. Shesogrim ba'at halashon. V'ozrim lo b'shmira alamotzeha. We have l'chayayim, svatayim, v'shinayim. Right, we have lips, we have teeth. We have uh, a tongue. It's, it's, it's hard. It's not hard to get the words out, but there are many body parts. So we have to m- make sure that we recognize every word that comes out. The Vilna Gon writes in his letter that he has sent to his uh, family. Not one word is forgotten upstairs. Every single word is recorded. And we have to make sure that all of our words are proper. And if we have nothing good to say, says Eov. Eov teaches us. Don't see anything. Again, so now he says, besides your being quiet, listen to me. Really listen. And the arguments of my list, Hakshivu. He says twice, Shimu and Hakshivu. It means listen well. Rav Schwab says, very often, we don't have the answers for everybody, but we could listen. And even listening is something. And maybe that's what Eov is telling them now. It could be a great help. On this matter, says Rabbi Schwab, I would like to digress for a moment with a personal note. As part of my rabbinic duties, many people come to me, and this takes a lot of my time, with their personal tsarist troubles, arguments, and other problems. Often I don't have answers for them. I don't know more than they do. But what I do give them is my ear. I have observed that people yearn to be listened to, and I do listen to them, and this could often be of a great help. In many conversations, people don't really listen to each other. While one is talking, the other is thinking about his reply or rebuttal instead of concentrating on what the other one is saying. 
This lack of listening is the cause of much trouble in interpersonal relationships. So we have to really try to listen to the people in our lives, and that's what Eov is telling his friends here. Really listen to me. She says, maybe the double ashen of Shimu and Hakshivu. Hala'el to Dabru Avla, and now he says, are you really, you know, you're, you're defending Hashem? You think Hashem needs your defense? Velo to Dabru are you showing favor in his face? And you're fighting for him? Maybe he's going to, what's choker here, maybe uh, analyze you. Maybe he's going to analyze you, my friends. Right? If you, uh, he might make jest of, um, you know, if, if you make jest of him and you don't, you don't give him, you, you think you can explain him so easily and, you know, just simplistically, He's not a person. Right, just like I want to be. Same word as before. I want to I argue with Hashem or I want to prove to Hashem. He'll prove to you. He'll show you that you don't have all the answers. Right, in, in, a hidden, in hiddenness, will you, will you uh, show favor to his face? How are you going to act in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu? You think you're all perfect? His awesomeness will scare you. will fall upon you. Right? When you think about a Kaddish Baruch Hu, you think it's all hunky-dory and, and tit-for-tat and everything makes perfect sense. You're going to be scared out of your wits. It's a beautiful Sefer Ikarim on this Pasuk. Sefer Ikarim in Gimel Lamed Beis. He talks about the two types of Yira that we know the Rishonim talk about, and he talks about it here too. Talk about Yira. We know Yira Hashem is one of the mitzvahs I say, Daraisa, one of the six mitzvahs Tmidios. As the Sefer HaChinuch uh, calls them in the first Bir Halacha, quotes this Sefer HaChinuch. So he says two. Number one, Im Tisha'er Eizadavar Mazik. Right, one type of Yira is you're worried about getting hurt, worried about getting uh, getting uh, damaged. And then the other type of Yira is what we would call not scared, but awe. Right, those are two different types of Yira. Frightened and awe. So those are two, as we know, as they're called in the uh, the Olam HaYira, we have Yiras HaOnesh and Yiras HaRomamos. Ukshaadah Mekayim HaMitzvos Babur HaYira, Shiadah HaRishon. Right, when you do the mitzvos for the, the type one, because you're scared of being punished, okay, that's a level, but that's called Oved Shalolishma, but you're still being Oved, still being Oved, and it's okay to be Oved. Vulam HaMekayim but if you're doing the uh, mitzvos for Yira uh, because of Lishma, the ultimate Yiras, Haromamus. What is that? When you think about the greatness um, of, of of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uba abruzehu nichna laasos ritzono, and because of his greatness, he is uh, humbled. Shehu a yira alder hasheni shamarna. That's yira saromamus, and that's what Avram Avinu atoy adadiki reelo kimata kikshi is bone in haadam v'yaskel v'yeda. Shashem yisbrach mashkif on this tarov al negleya. When you realize that Hashem is in charge and knows everything, every nigla, every nistar v'yavchen pchisusa v'dalasichlo, and I realize how small I am. Sometimes when we're near somebody great, when we're near a Rebbe of ours, we're not scared that he's going to punish us. He's going to punch us. He's, we're, scared, we're, we're in awe of him. We don't want to cross him because we hold him in such high regard. Naturally, we're drawn to that because naturally we're connected to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's Yiras 
Ha-Romamus. And he says twice in this Sefer, Eov refers to these two. Once later on, which we didn't get to, in Parak Lamed Aleph, Yira, it Eov mishabeach atzmo, b'shnei minya Yira halalu. He says, Shaya nisar me'asos harab eni Hashem yisbarach b'yerasa onesh, v'shaya poladv varam hanirtsu me'asos Hashem yisbarach b'yisar ha-hechnei elav, l'romamuso, v'snas uso b'maloso. He says, Lamed Aleph Chav Gimel, ki pachad elai eid el, u'miseiso lo uchal. Pachad elai Eid Kel, that's, he's scared, Pachat, umisei so, and from his all, oh, I can't. And then he says, this is what his friends should feel. He quotes all these psukim, and he says, say so, his say's tvais eschem will, 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 uh, frighten you. Al yira hamagaz ladamitzat his nasus hashem. That's the yiras haromamus. Vishum mashkev on the strove neglehu. And then, ufachto yipal aleichem, his pachad will fall upon you, bebechinas hacharada vahayira, hamagas laodemi kapachada oner. So, zeo mitzad achomer, that's the sefer harikar, mamar shlishi, perek, lamid, base. Continuing, zichronechem, mishle efer, right, the hard word, hard pasuk, what does this mean? Your zikaron is like ashes, legabe chomer gabechem, regarding a form, gabechem is your back. Says Rashi, you're trying to be like Avram Avinu. Zichronechem. You're remembering yourselves. Mishle Efer, like Avram Avinu said, Vanochi Afra Vaefer. But Legabichomer, regarding your physical, you have Gavoa. You have arrogance. You can't be like Avram Avinu. You're not like Avram Avinu. And the beautiful, I write, Avram Avinu, Vanochi Afra Vaefer, the beautiful Beis Halevi. We mentioned this in Parsha Shirim before. Beis Halevi says, Vanochi Afra Vaefer. What's Afar and Afer? Afar has no past. But it has a future. Offer is just dirt. It has no past, but it's a future. You can plant things in the dirt. Afer is the opposite. Afer is ashes. It has a past. But then it was burned. It has no future. You can't plant an afer. Avram Avinu says, as a act of, uh, as a reflection of, of uh, humility, Anochi offer of afer. I'm like dirt and ashes. I have nothing. I have no past. I have no future. And what does the Gemara say in Chulan Dafpeches? Bischus Avram Avinu said an offer of afer. He was zochet to the offer sota. Offer has no past. What's offer sota? It gives the woman a past. It clarifies what happened in the past. Afer has no future. What's Afer paraduma? It makes somebody tar mikanal haba. So that's the goblets of Afer of Afer and the and the schad uh, Avram Avinu got for it. Hachrishumimani continuing vadabrani. You be quiet. He says to his friends, "Let me talk." Whatever happens to me, the Masurus David says, "I'm not scared to talk." Whatever, I'm not scared because I know I'm right. Alma esab sari b'shinai. Alma, I'm going to carry my my flesh with my teeth. It's just a lushan of, of bent over and gritting one's teeth. I'm going to put my soul in my hands. That's a lushan sometimes we use for tefillah. I'm going to put everything out there. A lot has been written on this. Even if Hashem would kill me, there's a Korean exiv here. I won't hope for him. Or I will hope for him. Lo lamed vav. So it could be with an aleph, as it's written. Lo ayachal. I won't hope for him. It's, it's rhetorical. Even if he kills me, you think I'm going to reject him? No. Or it's the creed. Lo ayachal. No matter what he does to me, right? Lo ayachal. I'm going to keep my hope. I'm going to keep my hope. That's what Rashi says. I'm going to always connect to him. At the Gemara brachas dafyud, right? This is the pasuk quoted when. Remember when Chizkiyo says to Yeshayo, Oh. I'm supposed to have Menashe, but maybe if I marry your daughter, things will work out differently. So he says, it's already Nigzar. And what does Chizkiyot say? I have a Mesora. Don't stop davening, even if the sword's on your neck. How do you know that? From this passage. Even if he kills me, I'm not going to stop. 
I'm still going to, my ways, I'm going to prove to his face, meaning I'm going to talk to him. He'll always be my salvation. I don't have any doubts of Emuna. I'm not going to be a Chanef to him. Right, Chanef, Rabbi Schwab says it maybe means like a hypocrite. I'm not going to hide anything. I am upset and I'm expressing it to him. Listen to my words. Listen. From the word Achavedati, Yechavedas. Says. I'm ready to set judgment. I know that I'm innocent. Who's going to fight with me? Because if somebody's going to, I'm going to be quiet, I'm just going to die. The Mitzvah's David says, because from, from the Tzorah uh, to withhold my words, I'm just going to blow up inside. But Hashem, just don't do two things to me. What is two things to me? Rashi says, Did Shamal, did Shamata. Ramban says, Don't punish me in this world, and then don't explain it in the next world. Don't, don't do two things to me. From your face, don't let me hide. Don't let me. I want to be connected. He's a believer. So just give me some time to have a din Torah with you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So take your hand off of me. Stop the suffering for a minute. Don't let me be scared. One, either, either way. Either you call me and I'll answer. Or I'll speak and you answer me. Right? He says, you either you call or I call. Who do you want? And then he doesn't wait for an answer. He starts the conversation. How many sins do I have? Tell me the ledger. Why do you hide your face? And you treat me like an enemy. We spoke earlier about the Gemara. Oyev and Eov. Are you going to break a leaf? Are you going to run after a piece of broken straw? What do I, What am I? You write bitterness on me. You're giving me the sins of my youth. Maybe when I was a teenager, when I was very young, I did something's wrong. You're punishing me for that so badly? I feel like my feet are in lime and they're stuck and I can't move. You're watching every one of my ways, not letting me escape. I'll show you like tishake. Right, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, on the on the roots of my legs, tishaker, the tishaker, the tishakika, they're engraved in. They're, they're, it's like stuck together, and I can't move. But ultimately, there's going to be rotting. The Ramban says, I'm a human being. I'm going to die soon anyway. So, so what are you punishing me for? What do I need this for? So Eov again is searching for answers and hoping that he'll have an audience with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And I always have to keep in mind throughout the story, it could be Moshe Rabbeinu is writing the story. Right, one of the big opinions in Babasra, Moshe Rabbeinu wondered about this. He saw the past, he saw the future. We have one more parak out of this three parak answer, one more parak of Eov's answer, and then we'll start the second round of discussions of friends to Eov.